Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at weareradiant.com. Happy New Year's, Radiant Church. It is your pastor, Aaron Burke, and I'm so glad that you are joining us for this special online Sunday. Next Sunday, we're gonna be back together in person at all of our locations, but I really feel like I have a special word and challenge for your life today. If you're taking notes, and we are a note-taking church, because remember, you're four times more likely to remember it if you write it down. Today, I'm gonna give you three decisions to make 2023 your best year yet. Three decisions to make 2023 your best year yet. As I'm walking into this new year, I'm walking into it with excitement. I really believe that God leads us from glory to glory. So you might've been through some struggles this last year, hardship this last year. I really believe that as we go into the new year, it's a new year of breakthrough. Some of y'all, 2022 is your best year yet. I'm really believing that 2023 is gonna be even better. We've had an unbelievable year last year at Radiant, and I'm coming expecting God to take us to the next level. The verse that I wanna present to you today is Matthew 6, 33, and you know it. It says, but we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. I know you've got those things on your list, those resolutions you wanna see accomplished, those goals that you've written out. So how do we see them accomplished? Well, we do this. We seek first the kingdom of God. I've said it before. I want to say it again. It will be your best year if it's your best year spiritually. So how do we do this? We got to put things in the right order. And that's the three decisions I want to talk to you about today. I want to make sure your life is in the right order. If you get the first things correct, the rest will be blessed. Let me say it this way. If the first is correct, the rest is blessed. We see this all throughout the scripture. Remember Adam? Remember Adam fell and what happened? The rest was cursed because of one person's fall. But then Jesus comes and Jesus comes and corrects it all. As Jesus did it correctly, what happens? The rest is blessed. We get to live in that blessing because of how it started. It was when they anointed the priest in the Old Testament. They would always anoint them on their head. And what would happen? It would go from the head to the rest of the body. Why? Because it would start at that one moment and the anointing would start and it would flow to all of the rest. How things start matter. What comes first matters. So that's why we really got to evaluate what's first in our life. That's why Matthew 6.33 says that we should seek first the kingdom of God. If God is first, the rest is blessed. Come on, write it down there in the chat. If God is first, the rest is blessed. And that's what I really want to present to you today. I want to present to you a practical plan of how to put your life in order as we go into this new year. It reminds me of when Katie and I got married, uh, we were so broke and we went and bought some furniture for our apartment at Ikea. Now we've all probably had an Ikea experience. Come on, let me know in the chat if you've had an Ikea experience where you go in and you see this beautiful furniture and you look at it and you're walking around that, the, that showroom and you're going, I want that, I want that. And then you go and you purchase it and then you pull your vehicle up for them to load it in. And when they're going to load it, it doesn't look like what you saw in the showroom. It's a box with a thousand pieces in it. And what do you do? You take it home. I remember the first time and I opened up this box and I was like, how in the world am I gonna put this together? Here's how you put it together. You start with the first step. 
You don't start with step number 30, step number 62. And if you haven't ever put together an Ikea furniture, you know there's more than even 62 steps. No, you start with step number one because how you start it determines how you're able to put the rest of it together. It'll never look like you want it to look if you don't start it correctly. So let me encourage you. You have this dream of how you want the end, the year to end. You have this dream when it comes to your, your spiritual life, when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to your children, comes to your health, when it comes to your biblical knowledge. We've all got this dream, but it'll never work correctly unless it starts correctly. I've said it this way. I don't believe years end wrong. I think they start wrong. They don't end wrong. They start wrong. And things that end wrong are normally because they didn't start correctly. So let's start it right. Here's the three decisions that'll make your 2023 your best year yet. Number one decision is that my day starts with God. I want you to write it down. My day starts with God. You're gonna make a decision to say the first thing I'm gonna do every morning is to get alone with God. And you go, Aaron, is this really important? Let me tell you how important it is. Jesus himself, who was God in the flesh, if anybody didn't need to pray, if anybody didn't need to pull away and fast, if anybody didn't need to be a student of, of the word of God, it was Jesus. He already knew it all. Yet the Bible tells us in Mark 1, verse 35, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Very early. The Bible says this, this is a habit that Jesus had. He made it a point to start his day in communion with God the Father. And I would challenge you to rearrange your schedule this year to making the first part of your day the most substantial appointment that you have, which is with God. I wrote it down this way that you need to make an appointment with God and keep it. Make an appointment with God and keep it. It's the first thing that's on my calendar. My alarm goes off and the first thing I do is I go and I have my moment with God and I connect with him. How am I connected with him? I'm connected with him through prayer. What is prayer? Prayer is simply just communication. It's that time to communicate with God, to talk to God. I'm casting my anxieties and my cares and my worries on the Lord. And why is communication so important? Because there's no relationship without communication. And so if you're called to have a relationship with God, which you are, you've got to work on that communication. When do you communicate with God? You start it first thing in the morning. And I'm telling you, this brings me so much life. It brings me so much joy. And your day will go so much better when that first part of the day is started with God. So let me break it down with the five things that you do in the morning. And I think this is so substantial and so significant. So when you wake up, you're gonna start with prayer. Now we have a bunch of prayer strategies. We're gonna help you next week. We're teaching a whole sermon called Teach Me How to Pray. I'm gonna teach you how to pray with this idea of, of how do we connect with God. But you're gonna start with prayer. That's why we do seven days of prayer and fasting starting this next week. Why? Because we're going to teach you that routine of prayer. So we're going to start with prayer, and then we're going to read. We're going to read through the Bible. Now, this is so crucial. I have made it a point for almost 20 years now to read through the Bible every single year. Why? Because 
as I go through it, the Bible's the only book that as you read it, it reads you. It's so amazing. It transforms you. So I read through the Bible in a year. This year is unique because we're reading through the Bible chronologically. So it's not the order of the books that you see in the Bible. The Bible's 66 books, but it's actually chronological. So we're going to do it based on time. And it's amazing. It'll transform how you see God's word. So we're going to do that together. They're actually going to drop the link right now into the chat of how you can sign up for our Bible reading plan that we're all going through together. And I'm telling you to bring you so much life. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to get my heart right and postured before God. I'm going to read God's word. And I'm going to make sure as I'm reading it, I'm looking for something that the Holy Spirit's going to highlight that I can apply to my life. The third thing I'm going to do is I'm going to journal. Now, I'm going to write some stuff down. This is where people have the biggest issue. I made it a point last April. I was really kind of convicted about how um, I would journal you know, sporadically. I'd go three or four times in a week out of seven days. And I realized that if I made it a point to journal every single day, then every single day I'm getting something to apply to my life. Well, now I'm 250 plus days in without breaking the streak by God's grace, journaling every single morning. So how do I journal? It's right here. We call it our soap method. Scripture, I'm going to write out the scripture verse that that speaks to me. So it's one verse, two verses. It's not the whole thing that you read, just one or two verses. Then I'm going to write my observation. What is the observation? I'm going to write what's going on in the context of the passage. The application So then how does it apply to my life? I'm going to make it very personal to me. And then I'm going to close it out with a prayer. And I'm going to write out the prayer. So now I have done my prayer time. I've done my Bible reading. I've journaled. I've done my soap. And then I'm also going to pray. Now that's part of the soap. So I'm going to pray for a little bit. I'm going to ask the Lord, help me apply this to my life. This is the time in my my devotional time that I'll normally go to my prayer list. And I'll pray out those needs. I have prayers that I'm praying for my kids. I have prayers I'm praying for you, prayers I'm praying for the church. So I'll take that last, that fourth part, and I'll present my request to God. And here's how I close it out. I always try to close out my time with God in the morning with worship. So I'll put on a good radiant collective worship song, or I'll go on YouTube, put on some kind of worship song. It's not long. This is three, four, five minutes where I have a moment of worship where I just give God praise and worship. That Those five steps transforms my morning. I, if you don't get anything else, start those five steps in the morning. You're going to you're gonna pray, you're going to read, you're going to journal, you're going to pray again, and then you're going to worship. All of that can take me anywhere from 20 minutes to 45 minutes in the morning. And that sustains me throughout the day. So what is the, the, the decision that's going to change your year is that your decision that's going to make 2023 the best year ever is you're going to start your day off with God. Here's the second one. This is so important. I'm going to start my week off with God. So you hear me. First of all, we start our day off with God. Number two, we're now going to start our week off with God. What does that mean? Here's what it means is that I'm going to make regular church attendance part of my week. And it's non-negotiable. You see, the week doesn't start on Monday. That's a, that's a American modern thing that we do. Everybody hates Mondays. It's a case of the Mondays. We, we're starting off the week on a Monday. But that's not actually how a week works. 
Our week starts off on Sunday. Sunday is the first day of the week. It's the start of the week. That's why we go to church on Sundays. We go to church to start our week with God. And I want to challenge you to make it a habit this year of saying every single Sunday, if I'm in town, I'm going to church. If it's raining, I'm going to church. If it's snowing, well, then there's a big issue because we live in Tampa Bay, so we're not going to go to church then. But we're going to make it a point to go to church every single Sunday that we can. Why? Because as you start something right, so the rest will follow. Remember, it won't end bad, it'll start bad. So don't start it bad, start it right by going to church. And if the first is blessed, then the rest will be blessed. So I'm gonna start my Sundays with God. I grew up in a culture where um, it was a non-negotiable. My parents were gonna bring us to church and they brought us to church Sunday morning, then we went Sunday night, and then we went Wednesday night, and we were just involved in the church. And what it showed me and my siblings who all love the Lord, who all go to church, it showed us that church is a non-negotiable for our life. I wrote it down this way because what one generation finds optional, the next generation finds unnecessary. And I want you to hear that because I, I see it often where people go, oh man, I, we wanted to go to church, but the kid had a ball game or, or there was something on TV that we wanted to watch or we were just kind of feeling under the weather. And if you make church optional, your kids and your grandkids will find it unnecessary. That is not how we want to live. We want to start our week off with God in worship, in service, by serving on the dream team. We make church a regular part of our life. That's why Next Sunday, you need to be in church, in a location. I, I love church online. I love this medium to be able to communicate, but it is secondary to gathering with believers, worshiping God, getting our spirit filled up so that we can take the rest of the week for Jesus. The Bible says it this way in Psalm 92, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. Don't you want that to be your life? They will grow like the cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish. Where will they flourish? As they're planted in the house of the Lord. I'm proud to say, man, we have campuses all over the Tampa Bay area. We've made them close to you. We've made them local to you. Why? Because we want you in church, in your community. Which, by the way, our newest community that we're launching is West Chase in just a few weeks. And so if you're in that community, make sure you start your week with God. If you've never been connected with us at Radiant Church, let me encourage you. Get to church on a Sunday and this next week, go through next steps. It can start next Sunday. Go through next steps. Let this be a year where you go from the sidelines to the front lines of what the Lord wants to do in your life. From a spectator to a participator in what God is doing at Radiant Church. It's your second decision that'll make 2023 your best year yet. Decision number one, I'm going to start my day with God. Decision number two, I'm going to start my week with God. Decision number three, and this one's going to be tough. Ready? I'm going to start my budget with God. Now, this is huge. I'm going to make a decision this year that when it comes to my budget, which by the way, you should be on a budget. So you're like, my finances are, are chaos. Well, that's probably because in 2022, you spent more money than you made. 
You won't do that if you put yourself on a budget. A budget gives your money a focus and, and a name and where to go. So when it comes to your budget, you make a decision that the first part of my budget goes to God. Remember, that's what I told you at the very beginning. We seek first his kingdom. We put God first. And as we put God first, the rest is blessed. And we know that with our day, when God's first in the morning, the day's blessed. When God's first in the week, based on giving God your Sunday, the rest of the week is blessed. And with your budget, when God is first in your finances, when you honor God with what's called the tithe, the first 10% of everything that you make, you say, God, you're first in it. The rest is blessed. Now, this isn't a tithing message. This is a message of three decisions that'll make 2023 your best year yet. So how do you do it? I believe that you want your finances blessed this year. I really want that for you. I want you to thrive. I want you to get promotions and bonuses and have more than you need so that you can be a blessing to the world around you. Then how do we live that way? The only way to get there is for God's blessing to be on our finances. And God will not bless something that he's not first in. He won't. He won't bless something that is a God in our life. He only blesses things that when he's first. So we put God first in our finances, we tithe, we celebrate him, and we say, God, I'm returning to you the first 10%, knowing that the 90% will go further with God's blessing than 100% could without it. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 16 too, on the first day of every week, that's our Sunday, remember that's our time of worship, each one of you should set aside a sum of money, so it's an intentional thing, it's in our budget, in keeping with your income, so it's a percentage, that's where we get the, the tithe, the percentage from, saving it up, so when I come, no collections will have to be made. We, the church doesn't even have to do special offerings or anything like that, why? We don't have to beg, why? Because the church has adequate finances to do the kingdom work because God's people are putting him first in their finances. So here's my challenge for you. Many of you have never taken the step of putting God first in your finances. Today's January 1st. It's the first day of the year. It's the first time for you to say, God, I'm gonna put you first. And I would challenge many of you, take the 90-day tithing challenge. It'll be dropped right there in the chat. What is this gonna do? It's gonna give you an opportunity to start your year off right by saying, God, you're not just first in my day. You're not just first in my week. You're also first in my budget. And watch how God's supernatural hand of provision will be on every other year uh, area of your finances when he's first in that. Take that 90-day tithing challenge. Report back to me. Show me how God's been faithful to you because I'm telling you, when the first is given to God, the rest is blessed. Get your life in order in 2023. Give the first part of your day to God and we'll help you with it. That's what this series is about next Sunday. I'm gonna teach you how to pray. I'm gonna teach you how to get connected with God. Get your week started right with God by being in church every single Sunday. Get your kids there, get involved, get serving on a team and get your finances right by putting God first in your budget, by honoring him with the tithe. When you get the order right, the rest of your life will be blessed. That's what it says in Matthew 6, We seek his kingdom. We do things God's way. We do them with God's order and the rest is blessed. Let me start this year by praying for you. I'm gonna pray 
for supernatural favor and blessing as you put God first. I can't do this on my own. I can't, you know, I don't have the strength to, to wake up every day and spend time with God. I don't have the strength sometimes to, to make Sunday the, Sundays that priority. I don't have the strength at time to give to God, but that's why he gives us that grace. He gives us his Holy Spirit so that we don't have to do it out of our strength. We do it through his power. Let me pray for you right now. Lord, I pray for every single person watching, Lord, around the world right now that are part of the Radiant Church family. Lord, we want this to be our best year ever. Lord, so I pray as these three major decisions are implemented in our life, that 2023 would be our best year yet. Lord, we first of all pray and we make a commitment. Come on, make the commitment to the Lord right now. I'm gonna start my day off with God. I'm gonna start that routine of spending time with God every single morning. Lord, let there be such joy in our devotional times with you. Lord, as we draw near to you, would you draw near to us? Lord, we make that second decision right now that Sundays are starting off our week with God that we're gonna make church a priority. We're gonna come ready to worship, ready to participate, ready to serve. This is what we do. We thank you that we get to be part of a life-giving church like Radiant. And thirdly, Lord, we make the decision right now. Come on, tell them that this is gonna be a year that God, you're first in my budget. Lord, so we're gonna honor you with our tithe. We're gonna put you first. And I know that as we put you first, the rest is blessed. Lord, I do pray over your church right now. Lord, I know that so many people are walking in this year with pain or heartache or a little anxiety. Lord, and I pray right now that this truly would be their best year yet. We pray for favor over them, blessing over them, and I can't wait to hear the reports of how you use this year to really bring you glory and see people's lives forever changed. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For service times or giving options, visit us at weareradiant.com.